Welcome back, everybody, to Anchored on the Solid Rock. I'm excited to bring another message uh, to the channel this week. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this message. I thank you guys for joining in once again. If it's the first time you're joining in, please hit that subscribe button, like. Uh, it, it really encourages me to know that there are people that actually uh, are, are watching and listening. And uh, I've got a podcast as well. It's on Apple, uh, Google, and Spotify. So I've got those up. I'm, I'm catching up with all the episodes, um, but should be up to date pretty soon. Uh, so I'm excited that you guys are joining in today again with me. Um, today we're going to be looking into the book of Philemon. Uh, a very awesome, awesome book. Um, the message I'm going to be bringing today is we need to do more. Uh, that's really what I want to talk about today and what the Lord's really put on my heart uh, to bring to you this week. And uh, it starts in Philemon uh, verse 20. I've got it pulled up here. We'll check it out. Right here. It says, well actually start in verse 19. I, Paul, have written it with with mine own hand. I will repay it, albeit I do not say to thee how thou owest unto me, even thine own self besides. Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord, having confidence in thy obedience. I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou wilt also do more than I say, but withal prepare me also at lodging. For I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. I'm going to stop there, and I'd like to, I'd like to pray. My dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for another day. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to preach another message, Lord. I pray that you just help me with this, Lord. I can't do it on my own, and I don't want to. I need you, Lord. I need your spirit to touch and move, Lord. Whoever's listening and, and watching today, Lord, I pray that you just touch them. Uh, um, touch their hearts and, and let them be sensitive to your word as I go through it. Use me as a mouthpiece, Lord, for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've never read the book of Philemon, I really thoroughly encourage you to read it. It's a very short epistle. It's an epistle from uh, the Apostle Paul. This epistle here is the shortest letter that the, the Apostle Paul wrote during his time of imprisonment. Um, I mean, it's it's like... Uh, it's one it's one chapter basically um it's just straightforward all the way i mean it only has uh 25 verses it, it would only take you max six minutes to read um but it's a dynamite of a book dynamite really good um if i'm just gonna kind of go through my intro here to, to uh, refresh your memory if you haven't read it um this epistle here just demonstrates a beautiful beautiful picture paints a beautiful picture of the forgiveness of god uh we can look at this 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 book uh, this letter is written to philemon uh philemon is a, a well uh known um friend and 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 uh servant with paul um even though paul's right now in prison uh when i did the research on philemon he's a very wealthy man that's a disciple uh, uh that's been saved um by the ministry of paul he come across him at some point in time, and uh, Paul won him to the Lord, um, telling him about Jesus and, and, and his experiences most, most um, mostly uh, about how, 
you know, Christ came for us and how he died on the cross for yours and my sin. And uh, it just shows here that Philemon is a picture of God and Paul is a picture of Christ. And we get introduced to a character named Onesimus. And he is a picture of the sinner. Onesimus, when you look into to what Onesimus is, uh, Paul, one Onesimus, uh, while he was in prison, he met him in somehow, in some form, uh, maybe in some transfer while they were going through. I didn't really find much in that. But somehow, uh, Paul won Onesimus to the Lord. Now, Onesimus used to be the servant of Philemon. But when you look through history, Onesimus stole from Philemon and ran off. Now, this was the time where there was servants, you know, people had servants and, and hired servants. Well, he was a bond servant. So if they, uh, Philemon can do anything to that bond servant. And so with Onesimus stealing, not only stealing from him, but running off is a great, great offense, a, a, a huge offense. And so Paul, in this letter, is telling Onesimus, is, is giving him a letter that he's handwritten to Onesimus to bring to Philemon. Onesimus is going to be the one to deliver that letter, come up to his door, knock on his door, and, and, and present himself and present this letter to Onesimus. I mean, just imagine that. Uh, someone who, who's, who just got saved and is, is Paul's telling him, hey, I'm going to send you back to Philemon, the person you stole from and ran away. Uh, I mean, that's, that's terrifying to think about. But this is just a beautiful picture because Paul is, is being, uh, as a picture of Christ, is telling Philemon, whatever Onesimus owes, I will repay it. Put it on mine account. And isn't that what Christ did for us, for our sins? He put our sins on his account. I mean, it is just amazing the picture that you see here. A beautiful, beautiful picture of forgiveness and how Paul is being that picture of Christ and Onesimus being us, the sinner, uh, not being able to do anything to repay whatever we have stolen or whatever we had done for our sins in life. Uh, but Christ dying on a cross, you know, his blood is what washes us white as snow. And that's paid our debt to, to the Lord. And that's just incredible. Beautiful, beautiful picture. Uh, but I'm not looking at that today. Uh, I'm looking at what the Apostle Paul is telling uh, Philemon in verse 21 and 22. It says, Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou would also do more than I say. But withal prepare me also a lodging, for I trust that through your prayers... I shall be given unto you. And that's really what I want to focus on here is, is right here he says, I will also do more than I say. And I want to focus on that more. The Lord's really put it on my heart when I read that. It really speaks to me. If we keep the Apostle Paul as a picture of Christ speaking to us, uh, it, it, he's trying to tell us that we need to do more than what he just says, more than what he's written in his word you know, just the, in our actions as, as believers and as the, the children of, of God, we need to do more than what we're doing now. We need to do more. The people in, in church, we need to do more. We need to pass out more tracts. We need to talk to more people. We need to uh, give out our testimony more. We need to tell people more about Christ. And, and my first point, uh, we need more willful confidence. And it first starts in that verse 21. It says, having confidence. Uh, here, 
um, that word confidence, when you look it up in the 1828 Webster's Dictionary, uh, it's meaning a trusting or reliance, an assurance of mind or firm belief in the integrity. Uh, It makes me think of Ephesians 3.12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. This is saying that we can always have confidence in the Lord. And so shouldn't we be, be able to try and give, now we're not perfect, but we need to try and give ourselves to the Lord and let him have confidence in us to do his will and his way and what he wants us to do. Because he wants us to do so much more than what we're doing now. No matter what you're doing now, you can always do more. God wants you to do more. There's so much that he wants us to do. And so we need to try to give him that confidence in us that we are going to do more than what he asks us to do. And with this definition, you know, you can say that the Lord trusts, is going to try and trust in you with the task when he tells you to do something. When you have, when you feel that tug in your heart and the Lord's saying, hey, you need to go talk to that coworker at work. You know, that person that, that may not be the, the most kindest of people, but, but show them my love. Show them, tell them, tell them, tell them about me. Or, or that person at the gas station, you know, you know, give them a track. You know, is he tugging on your heart and are you allowing him to have confidence in you that you're going to abide by that? Are you going to do that? Are you going to do the next step, the more that he wants us to do? And, and this verse says also, um, by the end of it, says it says knowing. Knowing. And that word knowing, this word means having clear and certain perception of. We should know what Christ wants us to do for him. By us being sensitive to his spirit, knowing that he's leading us in the direction that he wants us to take, and knowing what he wants us to do to be able to do more for him. So we should know that we, we need to give God confidence in us to trust, to allow him to trust in us when he commands us to do something for him. Point number two, we need more willful compliance. In the same verse, it says, having confidence in thy obedience. That's that compliance, the obedience of following him. Uh, when when we see this this word obedience in the in the in the dictionary, it means compliance with a command. That that compliance is whenever he says it, we just do it. That is that obedience, not second guessing, not saying, "Well, I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think I need to talk to that coworker over there. He's awful mean, or she's awful, awful, um, uh, you know, worldly. I don't know if I should talk to that person." But if the Lord's telling you, "Hey, go give him a track," you don't have to say a thing. Just say, "Hey, I'd love for you to ha- to come to church with me." Uh, you know, here's here's our track. Um, please read the back if if you know you have tracks that have uh, uh, the way of salvation. You know that's that's a great way to do a little bit more um, than not speaking to that person or, or that person at the gas station. Just you know say hey uh, uh, I wanted to give you a track and invite you to church. You know things like that. That's just giving the gospel out. That's doing more, uh, doing more for the Lord. You know God has given us a great commandment in his in his written word. Uh, not only just telling us what he wants us to do in, in our daily life and tugging on our hearts, but in Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen and 20, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have, I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That is, that is Jesus commanding us that we need to comply to that command, 
comply to any command that he tells us and he's written it in his word we need to give out the gospel we need to tell people more and that hits home for me because i know i need to do more i'm not i don't do enough i don't do enough I, i need to hand out more tracts i need to tell people about my testimony i need to tell people how good god is and how he saved my unworthy soul oh how we need to do more we need to do more for him uh, the Lord wants us to do that. He wants us to do that. And, and that and that comes with such great reward in heaven. Doing the work for Him. And and, and I, it just makes me think I need to do more. Especially when I read this and how it's such a picture of God's forgiveness. And how He did so, he done so much for me. I should, I should be willing to do more for Him. And point number three. We need more willful care communion and this is the most most important part here uh, that I believe to this whole message uh, if you've not if you've not heard anything up to this point please please get this point right here in verse 22 but with will prepare me also a lodging for a, for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you this I believe really is the most important point of them all. In this verse we see that the apostle Paul is telling Philemon that he trusts that through his prayers that God would listen to him and release the apostle Paul. In this point the apostle Paul is in prison. He's been in prison for for years now. For this point in time and he he is trusting that Philemon being Close to the Lord, praying to God that God would look down on Philemon and say, I'm going to answer that prayer and I'm going to release the Apostle Paul from his imprisonment. He is trusting him so that he can come and spend time with him personally one day. He's, he's telling him, with will prepare me also a lodging. That is, that is a room that is a place for him to stay with him. To come to Philemon's house and to spend time with him personally, face to face. And he's just showing him, telling him, how how big is this? That Christ wants us to pray and have God's touch in our lives. He wants us to have that touch. He, we need to have that communication. We need to have that communion. That communion with God. And how we can know what to obey. If we, you know, how, how can we know what he wants us to obey if we're not talking to him? If we're not reading in his word? That's how he speaks to us. We talk to him through prayer and he speaks to us through his word. His, his, his amazing word that is alive, it is quick, it is powerful, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. That word will tell you and it will come to your heart. Like, just like this verse here, just telling me that I need to do more. I need to do more for Christ. I need to do more daily. I need to do more prayer. I need to spend more time with him personally. That personal relationship is what God wants in us. He wants to have that one-on-one time. That's what he's saying here. That if we keep that, that picture, God, Christ wants one-on-one time with us. And the only way we can do that is by praying and having time in His Word and, and putting that time. And that, that hits home for me again. I need to set more of that time. I need to do more prayer. I need to have more personal and meaningful, that's a big thing, is meaningful time. Not just saying, hey Lord, I thank you for the day, I thank you for being so good to me, amen. And that's all true stuff, but that is not meaningful. That is just something rushing, and it may be true words, but 
but intentionally setting aside time just to just to sit down with the Lord, allow Him to love on you, to talk to you, and for you to talk to them about what you're going through and, and how you want Him to touch your life and how you want Him to guide you. We need more willful communion. We need that relationship. We need to build it because a relationship, I've, I've learned more and more as I'm married to my wife. It'll be six years in December that I need to spend more quality, meaningful time with her because life is crazy. Uh, I, it's, it's just crazy. That's the best word I can use because this world wants to tear you down. This world wants to put so much on you that you can't think straight. But thinking and taking time for me, I need to spend more time with my wife, meaningful time, taking her out, spending time one-on-one, because we have three kids, and it's a wild house when you have three kids under the age of five. <laughs> I tell you right now, and it's 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 hard to take time for one another, and we need to. It, it helps us. It strengthens our relationship, and that's the same for the Lord. That is the same for the Lord there. Uh, it, it says that the Apostle tells Philemon to prepare for him a lodging. We need to prepare daily knowing and wanting to spend time with God, trusting that we're going to enjoy the company of God and His presence in our lives. We need to pray more and we need to read God's Word more. With that, we can have Him continuously in our minds and our hearts because you know what comes through our ears and what comes in our mind will eventually come to our heart and eventually come through our mouth and our actions. And don't we need more of Christ to come out into our actions? Not our flesh, not this world. We truly need to do more and have more of Him. Uh, you know, and this, this really hit my heart when I pictured this. If Christ just came to this world, that would have been enough. To know that God came in the flesh to this world. Because up to this point, Uh, When we think of the Gospels, He had come into this world as flesh, as the Word come into flesh, to dwell among us. Nobody knew what His true plans were. Only He did. Nobody knew what He was going to do next. Nobody would have thought that the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God of all creation, would go and go to a rugged cross. And die for yours and my sin. Nobody would have thought of that. He did more. He did more than what we could have ever thought. Because we wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have given my son for that. For this whole world that is, that is so wicked. It just blows my mind how he did more. He is our he is our demonstration. He shows us, he's our example to do more. Oh, we need more confidence that God will lead us and tell us what we need to do while leaving while having more compliance to what he tells us to do without complaining or disobeying. And to have all of this We need more communion to have the proper relationship to understand and do those things that He tells us to do. I really hope your heart is, is really understanding here what I'm trying to say. We need to do more. And the more we do with God, 
the more we'll have of God. He needs to abide in our hearts always and in our minds. He needs to always be present so that others don't see you and me, but that we can reflect Christ. Because that's what God wants us to do. We need to reflect our Savior. I I hope that was an encouragement. I hope that was a blessing. Uh, It sure helped me as I was studying it and, and making this outline here. Um, the Lord really touched my heart, and I know I need to do more. And I, I pray that He continues to to use this ministry here, uh, uses this way to to just you know encourage people and to really help uh, understand a little more of the Word of God. And uh, I'm thankful again that you guys are joining in. Uh, please, if you haven't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification to get notifications, uh, hit that like button to show me that you're liking the content that I'm, I'm bringing, uh, the messages that I've been bringing, and, and leave a comment. Um, I'd love to listen, you know, read some comments that you guys are leaving, some encouragement. Um, it really encourages my soul to see comments uh, and, and uh, to see you guys subscribe and to like and, you know, let me know that, that it's it's a blessing to you because sure it's a blessing to me that's for sure but i I hope you have a blessed day thank you so much uh, for joining in today